Oh, well, hello there. Um, yeah, I'm just doing this episode because it's been a long time since I did an episode, probably almost a month. And I want you to know that I am still out here and I'm still, you know, broadcasting and you know, we all go through reclusive moments in our life when we don't feel really too motivated to do anything, let alone talk to a bunch of people that we can't see over a digital network, um, which is basically what podcasting is. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna do this episode solo. And I think today we're just going to go through some like, um, some news articles. Oh, uh, before we start, a little personal news. Um, I found what is apparently the largest earthworm ever discovered in the Americas yesterday. I don't know that sounds weird, but if you know my personal Instagram, go to it. You'll see it. It's trippy. Um, all right. Another news. What's going on? People are still calling Columbia dangerous, which is ridiculous. Um, when just yesterday, man shot during iPhone robbery hours before Hollywood announces new safety measures. Okay. This article talks about how a man, w- a man was held up at gunpoint and shot in his chest by a robber. Oh, terrible for his iPhone in Hollywood. That doesn't even happen in Columbia. This is crazy. What a bad way to start the show, guys. I don't mean to be depressed. I really don't. It's just sometimes things are a little weird. Uh, Beyonce sensing herself. That's not really a big deal. Mm. Ooh. Homeless, suicidal, and down to last $1,000. Celsius investors beg bankruptcy judge for help. Jesus, dude. These articles are all so sad. Ugh. I mean, like, it's almost like anyone who's not depressed is, like, just delusional about reality because it's all so depressing. I mean, there's some beauty also, though. Um, There's nothing in here. What is this? Map. Track monkeypox cases in California. Uh-oh. Okay, well, here we go. Um, I did want to talk about that. Um, so that'll be our first real subject that we'll discuss. And since we're about to get into something serious, that means I have to welcome you back. That's right. Welcome back to another episode, another freaking episode of Real Talk Stories. Live from Colombia, currently, where we've just discovered the world's, or at least the continent's largest earthworm. Uh, and we're going to do some news articles, and I'm going solo, because sometimes you just get a raw solo, you know? Um, oh, man. Uh, a buddy of mine who's a host of Open Mics... Um, back in the States fell literally just like kind of like fell and broke his ankle. It's bad. He just posted this story. Um, he's in a big cast. He's like, but I still got to go to these open mics. And I wrote and he's like, you know, cause that's how I, I survive. That's how I make my money to survive. And it was kind of like a sad, but honest moment. 
And I sort of commented back, oh, well, I guess you're the only one that's actually literally going to be rolling through, you know, because he's got a roll in a wheelchair. And I'm just like, yo, you know what? Should, is that really insensitive? Should I wrote something back instead of this said like, oh, hey, buddy, sorry. I hope you're healing well. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. I mean, that'd probably be nicer, right? That'd probably be a, a, a more, uh, you know, humane sort of response to his injury. But um, I didn't. Maybe maybe that's bad. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's wrong to not be more sensitive. Beyonce, you know, she cut out a couple of lyrics from a new album because um, people thought they weren't sensitive. So, hey, you know, it's cool to be sensitive. Um, or not. I mean, whatever you're into. Um, yeah. So let's just get into the show. Basically the monkey pox. All right. You know, there were several million uh, quote unquote vaccines for it have been produced and supposed to be spreading really rapidly. And honestly, it's psychologically affects people worse than COVID, even though it's not like, uh, you know, as deadly, it's, um, it looks really bad. I mean, it is like, it looks like you got literally got herpes on your face. You know what I mean? And nobody likes herpes on their face. Um, I just heard the neighbor's dishes crash and I'm sitting here like, geez, do you ever like say something so awkward that you think it subconsciously affects the the energy of the neighbors? Possibly. So, what did I want to say? No, I wanted to say something serious about monkeypox. That was the whole reason for actually doing the official intro to this episode. And what I want to say was, do you remember however many months ago it was? I think it was probably maybe six months ago, approximately when that monkey escaped from the back of the van and I believe it was Pennsylvania. It might've been Florida. It was definitely like a Southeastern region of the United States. And the monkey escaped out the back of the, the, the van when a truck carrying test monkeys, carrying test monkeys crashed on its way to a CDC Center of Disease Control Laboratory. I mean, that's just like, there's, first of all, there's so many levels of that, especially when we start getting into like the animal welfare aspects. But it's also like, Yo, it's straight up 12 monkeys. I mean, it feels like a sci-fi film. Like it really does. I know I say that a lot, but I really mean it this time. I don't usually drink, but I'm having a little aguadente, which is a Colombian. A little Colombian liqueur. It's kind of, I guess it's kind of like a rum because it's like sugarcane derived, but there's like legit all natural Spanish uh, anise from Spain in there. So anise is, is like licorice, basically. It's like a licorice. It's like a licorice. Licorice seed is basically anise. Anyways, I'm having a little drink because I'm kind of having a whole moment right now. alone trying not to freak out <laughs> no but for real 
Do you remember that? Do you remember that monkey escaped and it bit that lady? And it was like, they like didn't treat her. They were just like, oh, and then she just went home for a few days. And I was like, wait a second. And then like literally, I think approximately about a month later, there's the first couple reported cases of monkeypox. And they're trying to blame, what are they trying to, I don't even know. What are they, they're, not even, they're not even trying to blame the Chinese this time. They're just saying, they're just saying, well, we don't know where the new monkeypox came from. It might be African. We we don't really know. Some cases in Europe, some cases in America. Like what? At least with COVID, we had like, we at least could trace it to a town. We were at least like, well, it's either this market or this laboratory, but it's definitely from Wuhan. Well, I mean, that's what we say. The Chinese say it came from frozen food from America. It's just freaking ridiculous. The Chinese. Don't get me started on the Chinese, guys. Really. Let's just stick to the story. Um, so yeah, so this monkey escapes a, a literal lab monkey on the way to the C, you know, a CDC test facility and bites this lady in the arm. Cause she like, it's like a crazy story and she goes home and she has symptoms and then goes away and then you don't hear any about anything for like a month or two. And then all of a sudden monkey pox, like, okay, come on guys. Can we like, okay, right, right, right. So COVID just happened to break out in the same town that held the only U.S. Center for Disease Control funded laboratory in China, which was in Wuhan. And we're just going to say, no, no, yep, you know what? COVID just came from across the street, across the street, the market. Yeah, over there. Look over there. Across that street. It's the market. Got to be the market. So those damn pangolins. Freaking pangolins. Like if any animal is probably not getting a disease, it's probably a freaking pangolin. I mean, look at that guy's armor, dude. I'm not like the kind of guy that would be fucking carrying COVID. Pangolins look tough. You just don't think about tough people carrying COVID. You know, about like fucking little weakly skinny folk or big fat unhealthy folk, you know, just people that are all out of, out of the general range of goodness. I don't mean goodness in their soul. I just mean goodness in their physique. Um, or lack thereof. So yeah. So basically, that's the monkeypox story. You know, you got the thing. You got the COVID you, in Wuhan, and then you got you know. You, can we can't. Can we at least ask the question? Like, oh hey guys, like what about that monkey that escaped out the crash CDC van? There was a a a, a, a lab a test lab a lab test monkey that was on its way to a research facility. Just happened to get in a car. Like, what are the odds? Like, how many monkeys are they driving back and forth between research facilities for 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 the uh, for the odds of w- one of them to get in a crash to be like feasible? I mean, when you look at how many serious accidents occur, and you like do the math on like how many people are driving, like that percentage, you know, whatever that percentage is, says say it's you know, w- you know. Uh, 0.5% of vehicles a year or something. I don't know what the actual number is. It doesn't really matter what the actual number is, but the point is that, you know, what percentage of those vehicles are driving test lab monkeys to CDC <laughs> research facilities. And if you're like, wow, well, that's definitely less than 1% of all the vehicles out there, which it definitely is because there's millions of vehicles on the road. <laughs> and even 1% would be Right, like one percent of, say, uh, how many vehicles drive every day in the U.S. One hundred million. So one percent of one hundred million would be like a million. So you're saying there's like, that's one percent would be a million vehicles a day. So if one percent, you know, 
you know, I, I don't think 1% of those vehicles are driving around test monkeys. There'll be a million vehicles driving around test monkeys. So, you know, it's gotta be less than that. And if it is, then the odds, like the chances, like statistically, of a vehicle driving test monkeys having a serious enough crash to affect the vehicle to that extreme, it's a very low statistical odds. I mean, we're talking about like a percentage of a percentage. You know what I mean? Like literally probably, you know, one in hundreds of thousands of a chance for that to happen and for this monkey to break out and for a lady to just happen to be there and go up to the this monkey to get out of this cage and get bit, it's just fucking crazy. It's a crazy story. And then we're, everyone's like, well, that's a pretty crazy story. And then all of a sudden, we, like a few months later, everyone, there's this whole monkeypox thing. Like, I don't understand why, like, why people don't think it's a big deal when literally millions of doses of a monkeypox vaccine have just been made, which, also, it's kind of interesting because like, oh, monkeypox goes away after a few weeks, but still there's millions of doses being made. So you just go in and just get double shot. Like, it's weird. And it's like, oh, you go to get your little monkeypox vax. And it's like, oh, I'll also get your booster. Like, like, the whole thing kind of freaks me out. Like, I'm kind of having a moment right now and I just lost the hearing in my right ear. Whew, okay. Just got to get through this day, you know, just get through this day, um, try not to make any, you know, at least try not to make too many terrible decisions. Um, be a relative, you know. Oh, God. You ever get the feeling that you just gotta take it easy? You just gotta just, just really just chill out for a minute, you know, just take a moment. Feels kind of good though, to be honest. I can't lie. Can't lie about that. Also, can't lie about the fact that time is freaking ticking, man. It just keeps on tick, tick, ticking away. <sighs> Should we get back to the news? This got really somber and really fast. I took a little sip of that drink I poured and I just like sat on the floor of the kitchen. Like, I'm really having a moment, to be honest. I think I'm gonna move. I think I'm gonna move. I've been living in this penthouse on this top floor, but it's like, I don't know if I like hearing the sounds all the time. Like you hear like kids or dogs. Mostly the dogs. Like it's dog barks are really fucking annoying. Like I almost just want to see like I feel like it's only like three or four apartments and I just want to be like, hey, I will pay you to leave or get rid of your dog. Like let's do a fun, like let's get organized. Like let's all just pitch in 20 bucks. And then the lady, it'll be like five grand or whatever, you know, well not five grand, because that'd be several hundred. Ah, oh, you can get five grand. This is a big, this is a big development. And just be like, yo, lady. And the thing is, five grand in Colombia is like 20 grand. So if you're just like some old lady that's got this little yappy dog, you're like, I'll give you 20 grand to just just either 
get rid of the dog. Like, we'll just get rid of it. Just give it away or whatever. Or you go with the dog somewhere. You know what I mean? Because it's fucking ridiculous. Like, barking dogs are... It's like, it's like, you know, you shouldn't have to hear somebody else's barking dog. Like, that's just basically it. It's like, it's not, it shouldn't be your, like, the only time you should hear a barking dog that's not your dog is basically if your place you, sh- like, shouldn't be, like, if you're trespassing. You know, you're, like, in someone's yard at night, right? Which, you know, is already weird. And then, you know, you get the barking dog. You know, or if you're, like, a complete, like, one of those completely crazy alcoholic street people. You know what I mean? The ones that the dogs bark at when they walk by because the dogs just know there's something fucked up with those people. Yeah, unless like you're one of those people and you're not the owner, you shouldn't have to freaking hear that. Like dog barking is like baby crying. That's the responsibility of the owner and or parent. You know? Like we don't like, those of us that don't have dogs or children in general, it's not that we don't have them who don't like them. Like dogs and children are great. They're cool. Awesome. Dogs and children. Hey, cool. It's just, we don't want to deal with all of the stuff that's involved with them. Like the crying in the case of the babies or the barking in the case of the dogs, right? Like it's cool. I'll pet a dog. Like, oh, awesome. You're a great, great dog. You know, awesome. It's just, I don't want to deal with, you know, have one. Now it'd be different. Like if I lived on a big piece of land and I had a dog that could run around, chase squirrels and stuff and protect the land, you know, and didn't just yap every time someone walked by for no fucking reason, you know, then it'd be fine. And that's the thing. It's the little dogs. Little dogs are the fucking yappers, which is crazy because the little dogs are the ones that you could literally just step on and kill them. You know, the big dogs don't yap like that. You know, you go by a big dog and big dogs are usually like pretty chill. You know what I mean? Um, you know, in general, you know, obviously unless you're, you know, in a place you shouldn't be, you know, like I love my friends with the big dogs. It's awesome. The big dogs are awesome. They're super burly. They're strong they're intimidating. They protect you. They chill and they don't freaking bark unless it's absolutely freaking necessary. It's only little bitch dogs that do that. So... Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I'm thinking about moving, guys. That's why I'm thinking about moving. And I'm looking at a couple cool spots. There's this thing that came up that I'm not going to talk about because it's private. But basically just involves like an old man and a lot of land, you know. It's one of those things, you know. That's the thing, too. Like, it sounds like it's several dogs barking, but the thing is, is, like, it's only several dogs barking because one little yapper gets them all started. And then another dog's like, oh, rah, oh, rah, rah. And then, like, there's two or three barking. Just get the one little yapper out of here, and we'll be good. We'll be good. I'm literally like, hey, I'd rather... I'm like, I'm looking at soundproofing the windows, which is, like just an easier fix than like trying to deal again, this lady and or family and, you know, or a little yap dog out of there. <sighs> little Japanese. I am Japanese. If you please, I am Japanese. If you don't please. I actually got a question for you. Will you send me a message and tell me how you listen to this podcast? Like if you're, Right now, at this point, hear this. If you're not like tuned out doing dishes or 
you know, going for a walk or, you know what I mean? Like, you know, resting or something. Then let me know you heard this and what you're doing when you heard it. Cause it's interesting. Like most people pretty much listen to podcasts in a strange kind of way where they're like doing something else while they're listening to it. Which like, you're like, oh, what did I just listen to? You don't always hear everything that the person says. So I just wonder if like, it, like, if, like what, how many people actually like hear that part with the request of saying, hey, message me and let me know what you were doing when you heard this. Um, and yeah, I guess I'm going to try and get off this floor that I'm somehow like just completely laid out on. Um yeah, this agua dente is no freaking joke. This is a little zinger of a drink. <sighs> oh, um, yeah, let's get back to the news. We left off on monkeypox and someone getting shot for a phone in Hollywood. Jeez. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I guess we'll just get back over here. Get back over here in a little studio sesh. You open my podcast studio sesh for all your Oskies. What else we got? What else is popping off? What else is popping off? What else is popping off? Oh, shoot. Artificial intelligence discovers alternative physics. <laughs> Wait, what? Hold on. Wait, hold on. Alter Artificial intelligence discovers alternative physics news article. Artificial intelligence discovers alternative physics. What? A new Columbia University. Oh, Columbia University. They're no joke. What a coincidence. Columbia University. Obviously in the States, and I'm in Columbia, which is interesting. Columbia's getting a lot of attention lately. They've got a new president that's being elected in five days, actually, um, which I may or may not get into. Um, yeah, a new Columbia University, Columbia in the U.S., which is one of the best universities in the United States. Artificial intelligence program observed physical phenomena and uncovered relevant variables, a, a necessary precursor to any physics theory. The variables that discovered were unexpected. What? They're basically saying they discovered something more than E equals MC squared, energy, mass, velocity. How would I say? No. Whoa, dude. All right, well, this article really gets way into it. Um, but basically, AI is doing something that the humans can't quite figure out. Um, the other article I thought was pretty interesting. Let's see if it's even here. Um, it was, uh, let's see if I can pull it up here. Hey, Google, 
news article about the earth spinning faster than usual and having its shortest day ever. Earth is spinning faster than usual and it has its shortest day ever. The Earth is spinning faster and recently recorded its shortest day. Is it? I hear what they did there. Oh, they got a little funky pre-show jam. Humankind has been obsessed with tracking time. Oh my God. Every civilization has tried to squeeze that time into an accurate calendar. But for thousands of years, we were missing one crucial element. Wait. I think that time is very confusing sometimes when you have to think about sometimes. it. Sometimes? Ha ha ha. Wait, this isn't even... At the American Museum of Natural History's Hayden Planetarium in New York City. When people think about the day, February 29th, what should they think about? We're placing a human construct around what is an astronomical phenomenon of the Earth moving around the sun. The calendar we use includes leap years because of how long it really takes the Earth to orbit the sun, which is not 365 days. It's about 365 and a quarter. The calendar in 46 BC was the first to add a leap day every four years, but it still wasn't quite right. That led to the Gregorian calendar, which set the leap year pattern we've used since the 16th century. But some think it's high time for another big change. You guys have been working on this calendar for how long? Decades. And so far, nada. Enter Dick Henry and Steve Hankey. What? Professors at John Dick Henry and Steve Hankey? And the biggest current backers oh, John of a brand new calendar. One that eliminates leap years. Oh, and also standardizes God. the days and weeks to always be the same each year. January. Okay, good on them. Good on them. Um, but that's not the article. The article basically says the Earth just recorded its shortest day in the history of time. What? The normal length of day is eighty is twenty four hours or eighty six thousand four hundred seconds. But in recent years, Earth's rotation has been accelerating, shortening Sundays by milliseconds. What? This year, it rotates quicker than two thousand twenty one and two thousand twenty two. It's since two thousand sixteen. So the Earth started accelerating four years ago. That is so strange. If it continues this trend, atomic time, the universal time way time is measured on Earth may have to change. Sometimes scientists propose introducing a negative leap second. Yeah, see, that kind of stuff just makes you wonder. You know, I mean, when we, people literally say like the Earth is off its axis. That's kind of the same thing. What? It's 
Solano exploit enters second day. CEO points to attack on Apple Hot Wallets. Oh my gosh, dude. It's so weird. None of this seems real at all. Speaking of that, I think I need to watch. Um, I think I need to watch everything, everywhere, all at once. Have you guys seen it? I need to watch it because I've been waiting to watch it with this woman. And basically, she stood me up twice and tried to explain it with just like really fucked up excuses. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and then just trying like, I don't want to say gaslighting because it's such an overused word, but like pretend like it was my fault for not caring. Like she's like, oh, you don't know my situation. I'm like, well, you made plans we made plans twice. Both were like days that you agreed to be good. And it was like, not even that far away. It was like, one was the next day and one was like a week from that next day. Like it's weird. And then she just respond back like really long messages. And I'm just like, wow, wow. Like she thinks she's totally playing me even if she doesn't think that's what she's trying to do. It's like obvious. It's like, that's what you do when you give someone your word and you don't follow through on that word, no matter the reason, you know, that other person has planned on time and space and all this other stuff for you, you know, and she's just flake and then call the other person selfish for not wanting to like hang out with them. Like I didn't call her any names. I was just like, listen, we cannot make plans anymore. You've done this twice. Like I'm still open to see you whenever, but just like we can't really make plan, we can't really make any plans on it because it's twice you've done this, you know. Oh gosh, that's not a news story. That's just reality. Um, there's nothing else in the news today that matters. Another day of war in Europe, but everybody knows that. Mm. Not much has changed there, right? Oof, saw Royal Tenenbaums the other day. That was harsh and beautiful and amazing. Did I feel really weird from that drink? Um, Aguadente, folks. Uh, um, really, really potent drink. Um, yeah, well, we got through it. Let's just put this episode out because we had a couple we were going to put out. We didn't. Let people know we're still here. We still love you. And we will still um, still uh, see you next time. Um, and yeah, another episode of Real Talk Stories. Live from this matrix currently. Columbia. Did that outro sound like it ended too soon? That was definitely like a quick outro. Dude, I'm having such strange deja vu, folks. Do you ever have that? Why is everybody pumping Florida? Pump, don't people know Florida's going under? It's built at sea level. That's not sustainable. And now here's another article. This Florida coastal city is one of the best places to move in the US. Spoilers, it's not Miami. I bet I know exactly what it is. Because it was when I was looking property out there. Yep. 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 Naples. 
Yeah. Yep. I almost bought in Naples, but the reason I didn't, I'm not buying in Florida is because it's at sea level. Like that's just not sustainable. It's really not. You, you gotta have, you gotta be a li- at least a little bit elevated, you know, a little bit up above the sea. I mean, I, People are like, it's relaxing. I'm like, yeah, it's relaxing for a weekend getaway. But we don't want to just sit there and be staring at the waves crashing in front of you forever. I mean, especially not when you're like level with them because, you know, ocean going to win every time. It's one thing if you're looking down. Like if you're up and you're like kind of looking down on the waves. I, I like being like a half mile or so back, you know, half mile, about a kilometer back. You know, we've got a nice breeze. can still hear the waves, but you're like far enough away where you don't really have to deal with the chaos of them. You know, that's what I like. Uh, it's beautiful from far, you know. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful over there. You know, you still get all the good parts about it. You get the sound of the waves. You get the breeze. But you don't get any of the risk. And that's my issue with Florida. Ooh, I was tempted to buy in Florida several times. But I always uh, 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 I always um, opted for higher level places, even when I bought my place in Cabo. You know, when I bought my place in Cabo, you know, like a decade ago. It was a while ago now. Right as I was re- it was really starting to get going. And even that, I mean, it was pretty much on the ocean, but it was like tucked up away, you know? It was like good view of the ocean, but like, you know, you gotta walk down the mountain of, of like a few minutes to get to the, the water, you know? So you have that view and you're safe. And when the hurricane rolled through, which it did, because hurricanes roll through like that down there, it took a lot of places out, flooding, wind, the whole deal. But the higher elevated places that were tucked away, we were fine. I had to replace a little bit of the palapa on the outside gazebo. Psh. Big deal. Okay, um, that's it. We're going to leave it at that. We already did the outro. Should we do the outro again because we're savages? Is that weird? I know you're not supposed to do that, but it's like kind of like that's one of the cool things about podcasts, right? Is you can kind of do whatever you want to do, right? I mean, isn't that like one of the really benefits of it? Well, yes, it is. So in the name of freedom, we shall do. One more outro, 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 outro. Real Talk Stories, another episode of Real Talk Stories. Until next time, trying to escape the cliches, Mr. L.A., peace. And love.